This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What's up, everybody, and happy Thursday. Happy Thursday night football day. We've got bowl season to start. A lot to be happy about. And for the record, let's look at our recap screen, see if we're happy about that. We had Tim Doyle. Listen, he hasn't lost on this show yet. Uh, he's showing up on Wednesdays with so much entertainment but the picks are good too if you threw that st john's play in a money line parlay like we recommended you probably did well there i lost my pick but overall pretty decent as a show four out of seven uh, a little bit better than the day before and we're going to try to do a little bit better today uh, let's bring in the stars of the show and by the way while i intro these guys hit the like button and don't forget to subscribe to this channel and subscribe to Sportsline. Perhaps I'm not going to introduce everybody. I do want to give a shout out to Buckets. Buckets, people have been clamoring for you all week and Griffin Carroll specifically because they want the hockey bets. But I got to ask you, because I know you've been on the bench partly because you haven't been feeling well. How are you feeling today? Not a whole lot better, Sia, so bear with me. We just had so much good soccer today that I could not stay on the sidelines anymore. But if I look a bit pale, if I sound a bit rough, just know that I'm rocking a sinus section. I'm rocking bronchitis, but I'm still here for the crew, baby. I'm still here for the crew, baby. That is the important part there. All right, let's get right to it so we can get buckets back to bed as the mute button is pushed and he coughs away. Okay, so Thursday night football. I actually think this is a really intriguing matchup. We got seven and seven teams going against each other. Now, I, I, I think there is a question as to whether or not either of these seven and seven teams are actually fraudulent. And yeah, I have a take on that later in the show. But either way, Rams at home, minus four at SoFi. It's a 46-point total. Maestro, I'm going to get things started with you. Any lean on the total or the side here? Yeah, I think this game is going over. I think it's going to be an entertaining game, and I'm definitely leaning towards the Rams side. I didn't like seeing Chris Olave be available because he is so critical to that offense. But you just look at the way the Rams have been running the ball. Absolutely insane numbers for Kyron Williams. The Saints shut down Saquon Barkley, but other than that, they have been gashed on the run. The Panthers ran for over 200 against them. They are 27th in explosive runs allowed. I think the Rams are going to have a nice day. Uh, when you can't just focus on Saquon Barkley, when you have to worry about Stafford and Cup and Nakua, uh, it's going to be hard to stop that running game. Yeah, we've got a lot of guys in the chat that, that seem to agree with you. Rob Reederer says Rams in the over. Dan Boyle says Rams minus four and a half. Saints have played cupcake games and public sees that and thinks money to be made. So that's a really important point by Dan. And Proppy, I'm going to kick it to you now. The public play is the Rams. But, but that doesn't mean the public play is wrong necessarily. So obviously the, the public doesn't hit at the rate that the sharp money hits, but it's actually closer than people think. So with all of that said, would you be on the public play, which is the Rams minus four again at BetMGM? At some places it's four and a half, but again, at BetMGM you can get it at four. And then you see the total of 46. Any lean one way or the other here? 
I think the line's fairly efficient. If I had to choose, it'd be a slight lean towards the Saints. Both of these teams are kind of fraudulent, in my opinion. Uh, I do believe in the Rams' defense. They are very balanced. Or excuse me, the Rams' offense is very balanced. But defensively, they rank 32nd in PFF's coverage grade. So I do believe that we are going to see uh, the Saints be able to move the ball, especially up uh, and down the field between the 20s. Uh, they struggle in the red zone. That's been an issue for them all season long. Both these teams have a lot of weaknesses. I, I do agree with Larry. I do like the over here. So if I had to pick a, uh, one or the other, the side or the total here. Uh, but, yeah, I just think four, four and a half points is a bit too much. The Saints team, I feel like uh, there are game environments where they can be very competitive here. So uh, slightly into the Saints, and I do like the over here. All right. Well, I got to say, Proppy, I was a little distracted during your take because I believe we have some superstars in the chat. And not, that's not just the chat themselves. By the way, there are so many people that are always in here every single day contributing to the chat. So you all are superstars. But I believe Mackenzie Brooks is in the chat. I believe Danny Brasco was in the chat. And there was a rumbling somewhere, and I was looking for it. Maybe M2 was in the chat as well. So Mackenzie Brooks says, happy Thursday, everyone. Let's make some money. Danny Brasco says, Rams minus four. I tend to agree. But before we get off of this game, oh, there he is. There's Mike McClure. Good morning, everyone. Wow. Uh, this is a stacked, stacked chat. Ask them Ask them any questions you want. Ask us any questions you want. Griffin, I have a question for you because people see you as, as a hockey capper. You're new to Sportsline or at least relatively new to Sportsline. Everybody can find your stuff on Sportsline. You're on this show once. Hopefully soon enough, we'll, you'll be on the show twice a week or whatever the case may be. But what people don't know about you is that you're not just sharp in the NHL. You have kind of maybe a more obscure play to some, but you have a play nonetheless at sort of a long shot price. Talk to us about it. Sure. Yeah. Hey, see ya. Uh, I love the NFL. I love betting the NFL also. This is definitely a long shot. I would definitely go light. In the, it's in the touchdown market. But when I see a guy like Kyron Williams or any starting running back priced at minus 200 or worse, I naturally gravitate towards his backup to score. Uh, Royce Freeman, you can find him at plus 600 in some places. There's a lot of paths here to Freeman falling in the end zone, whether it's Kyron Williams taking some plays off. Um, God forbid he got, got hurt or something. I'm not putting that, trying to put that in the universe, but there's paths here for Freeman to score. The sports books are telling you they expect the Rams running back to score. Of course, Kyron's probably going to be the guy. Now that I've said this, he's probably going to score three touchdowns, but I'm down to sprinkle on a backup when the price disparity is as large as this. Yeah, this to me, Griffin, this makes a lot of sense for a couple of different reasons. One is because it's a short week. So even though we're going to see probably game to game, Kyron Williams get, you know, 80 percent plus of the touches. If there were a week where it would dip down to, let's say, 75 percent, especially in a potential positive game script where I'm not saying it will get away from the Saints, but it could get away from the Saints. Last game against Washington, six carries for Royce Freeman. And I think if you, to your point, if you get six or seven or maybe even eight carries because it's a short week and Kyron has gotten so much work absolutely he could fall in the end zone against the Saints run D that honestly isn't great. Statistically, they might look better than, than you think, but that's because of what the chat has referenced, the sort of cupcake schedule against a lot of these teams. So, Griffin, I think at that number, that's brilliant. I love it. All right. Uh, let's see. Mackenzie Brooks, we have Williams projected for 19 yards. Okay, good. We have questions in the chat for Mackenzie, for Mike McClure, for Danny Brasco. Absolutely love that. Uh, okay, let's get to, you know what? Let's go ahead and cut to the chase. We're going to get to our best bets. But first, I do want to tell you about the seven days of parlays that BetMGM is offering. Now, we're on day four here, if you've been tracking this. NFL SGP boost, that's what today is, day four. BetMGM is getting into the holiday spirit 
with seven days of parlays. BetMGM account holders will receive an NFL Parlay Boost token to use on select parlays and SGPs. Here's how to get it. Just go to the seven days of parlays page on the BetMGM app or website and claim your daily reward and receive a Parlay Boost token each day during the promo. Happy holidays from BetMGM. All right. I did, I did kind of lie to everybody. I apologize. Because I said we were going to cut to the chase. I said we were going to get to the best bets. But what I didn't say, what I didn't say is we were going to hear a message from our partners right about now. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement for his man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, by the way, before we get to bucket soccer picks, uh, Mackenzie just dropped a question. I hope we can highlight this. We have so much involvement in the chat. There we go. By the way, hit the like button. If not for us, hit it for Mackenzie and Mike McClure and Danny Brasco, who are active in this chat. It's awesome. Anyone been following along with me on my 25 days of bets? Uh, if you don't follow Mackenzie, just in case, can you drop your, your at? Can you drop your Twitter handle, your X handle? Um, because I've been following. And every time Mackenzie's name comes up, I see her record getting better and better and better. She, her, her ROI on this 25 days of bets theme has been really, really good. So everybody make sure you follow Mackenzie Brooks, make sure you follow all of her content, including inside the lines, of course, which is on this channel. Uh, she has been absolutely crushing it, not just on the 25 days thing, really in general. And that, the same goes for Danny and uh, Mike McClure. Okay. Is that, Hey, is that Proppy? Is that your cat? Is that the goose? All right, I trust it's Goose. Either way, this is Goose. Sia. sorry, he's he's huge and he's uh, holding me down right now, and he's got really sharp claws. So if I make any sudden movements, it looks like a bobcat. It looks like you might be in danger. So we'll give you the sidelines right now, buckets. It's time to head to the pitch. You've got a couple of soccer plays. Admire your courage and being here. By the way, really appreciate it because I could hear it in your voice that these two takes might be tough, but if anybody can do it, it's buckets. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, the over-under for how many times I cough and have to mute during this take is currently set to 7.5, so bear with me on this line, guys. But we are going to start in the Greek Super League and squeeze a little bit of juice in our first matchup between Kifisia and PAOK. PAOK is one of the most dominant clubs in all of Greece right now. They have the best defensive record in the top flight of Greece soccer and have the second best offensive record. They have covered the over two and a half goals in eight of their last 10 matches, often by themselves with no help from their opponents. Meanwhile, Kifisia is brand new to the Greece Super League, the top flight. They were just promoted and they're having a bit of a baptism by fire because they are getting absolutely run over by the big clubs and even by the mediocre clubs right now. So I'm looking at over two and a half goals at minus 145. I know it's a little bit of juice, but it's worth the squeeze considering that PAOK probably doesn't need Kafisia's help at all here. This is a game that could be 3-0, 4-0, 5-0 kind of rampage by PAOK. 
So I love the over in this 1 p.m. Greece slot. Then we're going from Greek to Spain. Well, we have my second favorite team on the planet playing this afternoon. My sweet Girona plays this afternoon as they travel to take on Real Batiste. And this is a very, very, very messy matchup because Real Batiste is currently out of form. However, they have one of the best home records in La Liga. They have not lost at home yet this season. But Girona, a little bit of the opposite. They have won their last nine away matches in a row this season in La Liga. So you have a team that's great at home versus a team that's great on the road. I have to go with recent form on this one. Girona has been incredible this season. They are currently leading La Liga. They are ahead of Atleti. They're ahead of Barcelona. They're ahead of Real Madrid. This team is just making it work no matter what. So I'm going to take Girona on the draw no bet at minus 125. This is a game, realistically, that could end 1-1. It could end 2-2. We could see that draw. But the fact that we can get Girona draw no bet to get that safety net at playable odds at minus 125 is probably something we will not see again at this season. So I absolutely love the fact that I can take that draw no bet. And I would not be surprised if Real Batiste gets their first home loss of the season in this one. Perfect take from Buckets. No coughing. I was on the plus money with the no cough, but of course he hits the mute button. And listen, you, you held out, man. I'm, I'm really impressed. By the way, a quick comment from Go See Mike uh, talking about same game parlays and 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 pushing those and things of that nature. Keep in mind, we, we don't sometimes we actually talk about we only put 0.1 to 0.4 units on these same game parlays. So you you guys need to decide what your bankroll management is going to be. But just on the Sunday night football show, I literally asked Mike McClure, hey, what would you put on this same game parlay? This this donkey that you're putting out or in, in Proppy's case, the goose you're putting out. And the answer literally was between 0.1 and 0.4 units. So before you go accusing us of 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 repping these same game parlays at long odds. Just keep in mind, we also ask the question, hey, how much are you putting on this? And usually it is a small fraction of a bet because of the long odds that are presented with same game parlays. So if you watch the show, you'd know that. But if you don't watch the show, then you might assume what Go See Mike assumed. I assume that Griffin Carroll has a few hockey plays for us. So Griffin, I know two of your three are in this Maple Leafs Sabres game. And I got to say, this chat is so hungry. Even yesterday, they were really missing you. On Tuesday, they were really missing you. They are so hungry for NHL plays. You're here. You've got three, but give me two right now. Yep, I'm back. Uh, so first one is Toronto Buffalo over six and a half goals. Pretty simple read on my end. I think I mentioned last time I was on, I put a lot of stock into location data over the last month. And looking at this game, Toronto on the road over the last month, their games are averaging 7.2 goals. Uh, and Buffalo at home in the same span, 6.8 goals per game. So that catches the eye. You do a little bit of digging. There's a massive power play edge here for Toronto. So I expect them to score a couple goals a man up, which always helps the cause. And then just looking at how these two teams play, when they play, the over is flying. Uh, nine of the last 10 meetings has gone over. The lone under was at six. It's hitting six straight. Uh, and they've both been in some high-scoring games recently. So I expect that to continue. And then staying here, Tage Thompson over three and a half shots at plus 120. I think the awakening of Tage has begun. Uh, he missed a little time with injury, and then he was slow coming back. I mean, this is Buffalo's best player. I think the tide has turned. He's over this in three of his last four uh, with some big games in there. Uh, the volume is rising. He's had Toronto's number, uh, who is a pretty good shot target on the road. He's got seven or more shots in three of his last four against them. I bet him last uh, on Tuesday night and he popped. So I'm just going to ride the wave at this point. All right. I like that. And so that's two down. We've got one to go 
and it's in the Canadians wild game. It's a prop. It's a shots on goal prop. Talk to us about it. It is. So Joel Erickson Eck over three and a half shots. It's a little more juice than I typically like to play. Uh, but I'm sitting here, you know, scanning the board thinking, what am I going to come on this show to talk about today? And what pops up on my phone? But a reminder, bet Joel Erickson Eck. So who am I uh, to ignore past Griffin's directive with something like this? If he put this in my phone for today, it was for a reason. And I'm going to blindly listen to him. I did do a little quality assurance to try to understand what he was seeing a couple months ago. Um, but Erickson X had Montreal's number. He's over this in four of his last five with a couple big shot games in there. He scored two goals in two of his last three against them. Um, so I'm approving past Griffin's um, endorsement of this. And then I think naturally I probably would have stumbled on this anyway. Montreal's a great target, especially for centers. And Erickson Eck at home has just been rolling with his volume. So I'm jumping on his shots here. I like him up at 5-2 whenever that gets posted. So look around for that. But again, I, I tend to blindly trust past Griffin when he gives me a direction like this. So hopefully he, uh, it pays off tonight. All right. Speaking of paying off, and Griffin, I love those bets. Uh, we, I mean, listen, the numbers edge, Mike McClure, McKenzie, Danny Brasco, super active in the chat, answering your football questions, your college basketball questions in buckets. I got to kick it back to you just for a second because Snug the Cat, we know how sharp Snug the Cat is. He asks, Buckets, Girona over one and a half team total, or is it too messy? Kind of a scary match, he says. It's a very scary matchup, but I looked at that team total very closely because I did see that was closer to that plus 100, plus 110 number that we love so much. And considering the fact that Girona has covered this in the vast majority of their games, I do think it's worth playing, but it's worth playing for a sprinkle because if you look at Real Batiste, their game plan in this match is going to be play for a nil-nil draw. You are going to watch them park the absolute heck out of this bus and hold on for as long as they can. So if you play that, just don't be shocked if it's still nil-nil at halftime. Doesn't mean it won't hit, but I prefer the draw no bet over the team total because I expect Real Batiste to play so defensively. Okay, I love that answer. Uh, any more questions? We'll try to get to them in the chat. And we're going to finally get to my play, which I kind of teased earlier in the show. But before we do, just one more message from our partners. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski. Okay, well, we just stacked the deck with some hockey and some soccer. Let's go to some Thursday night football. Listen, we got a lot of questions in the chat that are being answered right now. I see Danny's super active. I love this. By the way, I, what I don't love is that we have a ton of people watching, but we don't have a lot of like button hits. Let's, you know, I always want to try to get us to like 200 just, just to get over like that small threshold. If you haven't already hit the like button, please go ahead and do that. My pick. I'm going with the public. I mean, I, I don't want to say I hate to do this. Sometimes I'm on the public side. Sometimes I'm on the sharp side. And most of the time, I really don't care where the money is. I just care where my analysis is. And I do think between these two teams, I think you could make the case that the Rams maybe aren't that good of a team. But I do think the Saints are largely fraudulent. We've, we've seen it in the chat. A lot of people agree. And if you look at their wins, especially since the buy and even before the buy, they don't really have a lot of wins against quality teams. Look at the Rams. Since the bye, they've played five games. They've won four out of five, a couple cupcakes in there, a mini bye last week against the Commanders. They certainly haven't played a who's who of 
of, of Super Bowl contenders, but they beat the Seahawks. They beat the Browns. They lost to the Ravens in Baltimore in overtime. And if you watch that game, that was the Rams to lose. And unfortunately, they did lose it. They can move the ball against anybody. And when you think about this Saints defense, they look good on paper here and there. But honestly, I think their defensive metrics are largely fraudulent as well. This is a short week, so I don't know that the Rams offense is going to be humming like it typically does with seven days of rest but I still think they're going to be able to move the ball just well enough. I also considered the Rams team total over 24 and a half. I ended up going with the minus four. I may add the 24 and a half. I was really hoping it would be 23 and a half at like an alternate number, alternate number 23 and a half at like minus 130. But unfortunately, 23 and a half, 23 and a half is like minus 145. Not willing to pay that price. But give me the Rams minus four. I think the Saints can move the ball here and there, but I definitely think the Rams will outscore them by enough to cover this relatively big number for a seven and seven Rams team. So Rams minus four. And so that brings me, that leads me frankly proppy to your pick because you have something on the other side of the ball in terms of the saints being able to move the ball. And, and for the record, I think the saints will be able to move the ball here and there. You have pinpointed a specific player. However, talk to us about it. Yeah, it's Chris Olave. See, uh, I love Chris Olave. I had extremely high expectations for Olave coming into the season. It's been somewhat of a disappointing year, but if we look at a lot of the underlying metrics, he's performing very well. He's really struck. Or the the reason his production uh, hasn't been what I think a lot of the expectations were, at least as far as my expectations are concerned. Largely a result of just inconsistent quarterback play. Uh, he's ranked in the top 90th percentile at wide receiver and ESPN's open score. Uh, his Air yard share, his first read target rate. Uh, so he's performing really well. I like this spot for him, especially if the Saints, uh, their pass blocking can hold up. But going against a Rams defense, that's a pass funnel. They also rank 32nd dead last in PFF's coverage grade. So if they can hold up against the Rams' middling pass rush, uh, that will afford time for Olave to get open down the field. He has a very deep A.4 wide receiver, also ranking in that top 90th percentile as well. Uh, there's a lot of game environments, in my opinion, where Olave could see a spike week or a ceiling week here. So uh, I love Olave. I think he's going to be the engine of the Saints passing attack. And I think it's a really good matchup for him on paper as well. Proppy, let me kick something back to you because I just mentioned the Rams team total at 24 and a half. And unfortunately, it's over that like 24 key number, which is why the, the 23 and a half. But, you know, I wanted that to be at lesser juice. But I want to kick something back to you on the Saints side because their team total is 20 and a half. And I know you don't usually bet team totals. And I know this isn't going to be an official response, but knowing that you believe that the Saints should, again, it's a short week, but that they should be able to move the ball against a secondary that isn't exactly optimal. The 20 and a half, would you lean toward the Saints team total over there? Uh, it's interesting for sure. I, I do have confidence in the Saints moving the football between the 20s again, but we've just seen them consistently struggle once they get to the red zone. I think, you know, having Taysom Hill sort of, alternate snaps with with, with car has got to be really disruptive when you're a quarterback who's trying to get into a rhythm uh, i think that's largely been the reason why we've seen the saints offense really sputter when they get down into the red zone all year i just don't have enough confidence really for them to punch in touchdowns i do lean over i do think they ultimately will score 21 points but yeah just not enough confidence really uh in this red zone offense and their execution uh for me to really endorse it or be that confident in it by the way, speaking of, uh, and I like that response, by the way, if you don't have conviction, we shouldn't pretend like we do. But Dan Boyle says, bet the Rams to start. And if they go three and out on the first drive, the team total will be around 22 and a half. Well, 
it might not be 22 and a half, but it'll probably be 23 and a half. Either way, I mean, you might be right. But the point is, uh, I think one thing people don't appreciate about live betting across all sports, but including the NFL, is those team totals, the spreads, the actual totals, they adjust immediately. You you could have a three and a half point spread and the 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 dog or or yeah, the dog is maybe getting like one first down on the first drive. That thing might drop to three. It might even drop to two and a half if they get to the 50 yard line. So if you don't like a spread, if you don't like a hook, you can just wait to see what happens on the first drive. And if you gamble correctly, that line will adjust way faster than you think. And if, if you want to prove it to yourself, just follow the live line as you watch this game, whether you want to bet it or not, because um, that's a really clever way to bet the NFL and frankly, all sports. All right, Maestro, you you get the final say in this. You have two picks in this Thursday night football game. And one of them is a guy that we've really mentioned. Griffin mentioned him. I think Proppy mentioned him. Uh, he, and he deserves mention because we're starting to see Kyron Williams get a stat profile from a prop standpoint that's similar to a guy named Christian McCaffrey. And it's well-deserved. Talk to us about your two plays. Yeah, what Kyron Williams is doing is, is basically insane. I mean, over his last five games, his worst game is 88 rushing yards against the Cleveland Browns. And three of those have been over 143 rushing yards. A, he's very good. B, they're a better run-blocking line than they are a pass-blocking line. And C, the volume is just ridiculous. 52 carries the last two weeks. He loses two fumbles, and Sean McVay sticks with him because he knows that this guy has completely changed the offense. And Sean McVay loves to run the football, uh, and he will lean on Kyron Williams again, even though, yes, he will mix in Royce Freeman. The Saints did shut down Saquon Barkley. Other than that, they have been a bad rush defense, so it's just a great matchup for Kyron Williams. The number has climbed since I posted this yesterday on Sportsline. I would play it up to 91.5. And And then on the other side of the ball, you got to admire a guy who's 34 years old and playing linebacker in the National Football League at the level that Demario Davis is playing right now. He is the best tackler on the team. He's only missed six tackles all season. He is the best overall defender on the team. And he also gives the best pregame and postgame speeches. You got to check him out. Uh, he's a guy that gets you fired up regardless of whether you're on the Saints. Or not. I'm not even on the Saints side. But with the run-heavy game plan that the Rams are going to have, the short passing game, Demario Davis, I would have played him over 7.5 at plus money. I will definitely play over 6.5. I know it's heavily juiced looking at minus 150 across the market. My defensive props are 25 and 13 this season, so I really am just going to stick with my numbers and bank on Demario Davis. I love that. Demario Davis has absolutely been a star. Uh, One thing I also want to bring up is uh, a play, uh, speaking of like a public sort of chalky play, a play I wanted to also at least recommend and that I was thinking about putting in later was Cooper Cup over 73 and a half receiving yards. And and it has a lot to do with the Saints secondary that I think is, again, largely fraudulent, obviously without Lattimore, but it's also because of where Cooper Cup lines up in the slot more often than not. And the Saints really aren't good covering slot receivers. But I'm not bringing that up to say, hey, go out and bet the 73 and a half. I do think it's an okay play. But if Cup is shut out maybe in the first couple of drives and, and you know, he only has like five yards or he hasn't gotten a target yet, look to live bet Cooper Cup overs too, especially if the game script favors maybe some more passing, maybe the Saints get it, get an early lead. So again, because we're talking about live betting, I, I did want to bring that up. Maybe through the first quarter, he doesn't have much and that 73 and a half drops to 61 and a half or 59 and a half. And that might be a good place to take a live over specifically on Cooper Cup as opposed to uh, to Puka Nakua. All right, that's my piece. Um, did we leave anything out on Thursday Night Football before we get a recap screen of our best bets? Anyone? I think we're good. Griffin, 
Oh, you got to raise that hand higher. I almost missed it. <laughs> what you got? If I can go rogue for a sec, I just would like yeah. to throw Demarcus Robinson's name out there. I don't necessarily love the matchup, but both McVeigh and Stafford have been gassing up Robinson a lot the last couple of weeks, and the results are following. I mean, he keeps hitting his yards. He's scored in three straight weeks. He's now entrenched as wide receiver three. So, again, I don't love the matchup, but keep an eye on Demarcus Robinson the rest of the year, especially if the Rams make a playoff push. The quote, they're throwing him the ball. They're loving what he's doing. He keeps scoring. Yeah, absolutely. I think Demarcus Robinson is very good, very underrated. He was with Kansas City. But I will say this, Tutu Atwell is back, but that doesn't mean you're wrong about Demarcus Robinson being entrenched as the wide receiver three. He might have earned that over the last few weeks. So um, I, I don't I don't hate that at all. Can, can we leave the show without maybe – I feel like I have to go to Buckets one more time. I, I know he's probably coughing, but Buckets, do you have a quarterback play? Is there – I mean, is there anything <sighs> we should know about maybe a no-fly zone pick or something? Who are who are the quarterbacks today? I don't even know what teams are playing. I've been pretty zoned out <laughs> for most of this show. D Carr, okay. M Stafford. D Carr or M Stafford? That's correct. All right, give me five seconds here to think of something we need to say about these guys. <laughs> See, I got nothing today. Go with M Stafford. I just I heard somebody earlier say that M Carr is going to be sharing the quarterback position today a little bit. So give me oh, M Stafford. Let's play. Oh, yeah. D car, whatever it is. Give me M Stafford tonight. That one feels right. Perhaps Taysom Hill will get some throws. All right. That that was very sophisticated analysis from Buckets. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I keep doing this to you. It's, this is Stop on Stop throwing it to me, Sia. I need to go to bed. Completely on me. All right. We're going to get Buckets out of here. We're all going to get out of here. Let's throw up the recap screen real quick. I got the Rams minus four. That's going to be at minus 110 at BetMGM. Uh, Griffin Carroll, Maple Leaf Sabres over. Thompson over three and a half shots on goal. That's at a plus number. Erickson over three and a half shots on goal at minus 140. Prop stars, Chris Olave over 61 and a half receiving yards. Buckets. He's got Keefsia. I hope I pronounced that right. And Pauk. Over two and a half in Girona. Dave Matthews band minus 125. I'm still going to make that joke. Sorry, everybody. DNB. Girona DNB. Uh, Larry Hartstein, otherwise known as the Maestro. Kyron Williams over 88 and a half rushing yards. Demario Davis over six and a half tackles and assists. It's a little juicy, but uh, Maestro thinks the juice is worth the squeeze. So those are our picks. A lot of football picks, a lot of hockey picks and soccer picks and tomorrow we'll be back with some bowl picks some nfl picks probably some hockey and basketball picks as well so stay tuned to all the early edge content and don't forget we've got our sunday kickoff show at 12 we've got our 7 30 primetime show a lot of programming to come tomorrow's bpe friday though so you're going to want to stay tuned for that at 10 o'clock on this channel everybody thanks for joining us this has been a great show, a ton of information, not just from us, but from the experts in the chat and from the chat itself. I genuinely appreciate all that. On behalf of Griffin Carroll, the maestro, Buckets, Prop Stars, and Jake the Snake on the nines and tens, I am the counselor. This is The Early Edge, and we rest our case. 